0: This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment. Today is Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. And in this episode, I'll be speaking with Leia from Marriage Mi- Marriage Minded Mentor. Hi, Leia. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. Great. So, I know you're tired, so I'll try not to take too much time since you need rest. But um first, I just want to... I want you to tell the audience um, how you got started with Marriage Mind Mentor, what it is exactly, and what it's tri- what, it, what it tries to do to help people out with.
1: Sure. So, um, I joined Marriage Money Mentor, let's see, about seven years ago. Um, at the time, it was just Aliza Ben Shalom. She was... The dating and relationship coach. So, and so, so, I, so, did
0: she originally start it then?
1: No, it was already a few years in the.
0: Oh, so some the, people before some people before her started it.
1: No, no, is the founder. She's the CEO of the company. Uh, she was the only coach, and then when I joined, I became the second coach, and now there's. Uh, more than five of them.
0: Wait, so wait, what was the the process for her to get you on with with, with all of them?
1: So we were chatting as being cousins, and we were just (laughs) chatting. uh, She was in the States and I was in Israel, and um, she said, I'm thinking of expanding my business to Israel. Do you want to join? So I said, hey, I'm into... You know, working on relationships and marriage and helping people become married that sounds great. I would love to be part of it. So then, Aliza and I started meeting weekly uh, via video chat, <laughs> and she would teach me, teach me things about uh, about dating coaching.
0: Okay, now and now this stuff you guys are doing now is this only for? Um, uh, clients uh, that are Jewish only or also outside of Jewish?
1: Uh, it's Primarily, it's not 100% Jewish clients. That's Our goal is to help uh, Jews marry other Jews uh, and get married and stay happily married. And I don't think we would turn away anyone who wants to work with us, but uh, our goal is primarily to help help
0: other Jews oh okay all right um so I just want to tell everybody um I'm single I have been for my, I've never been married um I um would like to have some uh Jewish children of my own someday but I haven't found the right women to stay with long term um so that's just what I want to say about on my side about all this but um are, are there, did you guys have a few cases of um, success stories of clients that found what they were looking for? Oh, yeah. Lots of
1: success
0: stories. That's good. Yeah. Uh, give an example of one of them. You don't have to use their names, obviously, but like kind of like how, how, how it went well. Um, so people that, um, you know, they're, they're not sure
1: who's the right type of person, to marry, so, uh, I've worked with people who get clarity with the right, they're looking to find the right, um, personality, like, uh, I do the personality analysis, so, um, when someone with me and they find out, you know, this is their personality or soul
0: type, and this is the type I'm soul soul. sorry, what was that you and just said? Wait, before you, can hold on, before you continue, did you say soul type? Type what so oh, so oh, so S-U-L, so s u l a soul type. I misheard. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, go on. Um,
1: so so like I worked with a girl, we'll call her Rachel. And she, I was telling her the type of guy that I thought would be good for her, and she, she at first was a little bit taken aback. And because that's not the type of guy she was dating, but then when she moved forward with dating, after I talked with her, she Started being guys more more the personality that I described, and it happened to be that a few months
0: after I worked with her, she was engaged. Okay, and how long was how long was the engagement for? Uh, I don't know exactly. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. Um, when Elisa started this, and she's been doing it for a while, um, what well, my question was, um. Does do she or her people that she works with, do they only do they only get paid if if uh, engagement or such works out, or do they get paid regardless of working with the client about how well it goes? Oh, that's a good question.
1: So we are not matchmakers; we are only dating coaches.
0: Just coaches, not just coaches, not uh, matchmakers. That's yeah. a good distinction about it. Both of it. Continue. So, like a matchmaker
1: um often only gets paid if they make the match. Whereas with coaching, it's like any other type of coaching in life. Um
0: are the, and, the well the coaching the coaching aspect is that are those like are these high prices that for clients have to pay in order or like how is it price wise to do um, w-
1: the prices vary from based on the different coaches. Mm-hmm. So there's a range um from ninety nine dollars up to Two
0: hundred and fifty dollars. See, I'm sorry. Say that all that last part again. Uh, for $250 for a oh, okay that was the pricing for some of that Um, what I also want to say in regards to relationships these days or if people are especially if they're married Um, there's been a lot of with since uh 2020 with the beer bug um, there's been a lot of relationships not going well and possible there were, there were divorces so that's why like I'm not in a rush to get anything long term serious or marriage wise even though I do want Jewish kids one day because it's Seems like more often than not, there's divorces. So, and um, my parents divorced after 23 years of marriage. So, I would like to find someone, but I'm, I'm like, I'm not expecting much. I mean, people are, have a tough time connecting with the personality and all this. And um, what I'm trying to say is, if I'm going to get married, it has to be the one and only time and not have a divorce. And it just seems like relationships these days, especially in the 2020s, are very on rocky roads with how people um, try to talk and stay and react, interact with each other. Do you know, do you know what I mean? hundred percent. So, so I totally hear what you're
1: saying. And to that, I say two things. Number one, um, I think that since the beer bug I, I like I call it that because
0: I don't like to use you know their actual name, but yeah.
1: Yeah, so I I think that people since Corona started, while we've advanced um, with technology and learning how to you know have classes on Zoom and meetings on Zoom and everything like that, I think it's we've almost in a way lost our our way to communicate and have relationships because people are always texting and. It's not the same as face to face. Not the same, and we've lost the art of communication. Number one, and number two, marriage is hard work.
0: That is also also and, that it's very hard work. It's hard work. Yes, and
1: that's really probably the reason that there's so many divorces because.
0: Sometimes we don't want to work so hard right it is that the, the marriage in marriage in and of itself is very hard work it's not it's 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 supposed to, it is a hard thing by design how it's hard um the first part about communication that I totally agree whether it's um acquaintances, friendship, relationships, married, whatever the case may be, the communication of now the 21st century, especially the 2020s, with just texting and the screens and not with with all that stuff and not being face-to-face is a big problem with people having miscommunication, misunderstandings, because they're not talking face-to-face. They're doing all these other ways outside of the face-to-face interaction. Right. So, that, so what do you th- what do you think is the best way to get people talking face-to-face again, especially if there's a way that they can still do that and try to make it less of the other ways that aren't face-to-face? Uh, I mean, it's,
1: you know, if the person is long-distance, for example... If it's
0: long-distance, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough if it's long-distance.
1: Right, so I think that in certain situations, it's great to have the opportunity to do, to have the, the Zoom... And video checks just like we're doing right now, but at a certain
0: point, for example, if you're dating someone, it can only be on Zoom. Yeah, when no you're yeah, happen. right. Well, when you're dating someone and you're Zooming, you're eventually you guys are going. Uh, eventually, you guys are going to want to meet up up uh, up in person. They're yeah. gonna eventually from out of the Zoom. They want to, you know, sometime get to really see each other. Um, before we get to the second, second segment about, um, uh, something else that you've worked on, now that we've covered some stuff with Marriage Minded Mentor first, with the, which you, uh, which you guys are coaches. You guys are coaches and not matchmakers. Um, any, um, thing else you want to tell people about, um, Marriage Minded Mentor or any final thoughts, thoughts about Marriage Minded Mentor that we haven't already yet covered? Um uh,
1: sure someone is you know in the dating process and they're uh, or you know if you're not in a relationship yet or specifically if you are dating someone and don't know if they're the right person uh, that's what we're here for we're here to help you through that process so um, it's just like anything else in life where you need mentors um, coaches someone you know there's the definition of a mentor is someone who has who is, has been where you want to.
0: Where you were before previously?
1: Where, uh, um, sorry, I messed up the definition. I'm trying to say if, um, you know, um, like a therapist just tells you what to do, right? They hear you out. They tell you this is what you need to do. But a coach is someone who has done what you want to do and has succeeded in it. So all of the coaches, we are, we have gotten married and we are happily married. So we're able to coach people because we have that experience. You know, that's like our, um, not our PhD, you know, I didn't go to medical school, but I'm, I'm experienced in being happily married. So.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what would be the kind of like title of that? If it wasn't PhD or so, what, what, what would be a title that would describe what you're trying to go through there? Coach, coach, just a coach. coach. Coaches yeah. don't necessarily have to have those high degrees or whatnot. Well, I was I was
1: really defining
0: there mentor. Okay, a mentor is hard. even better word for it, a mentor. Yeah, a men- yeah. and it's mentor, marriage-minded mentor. Okay, that's great. So I think we covered a lot with marriage-minded mentor with a lot of qu- – you said I had some good questions about that. So that was good. So before we get to the seg- second second segment of something you worked yeah. on that you're proud of working on that was uh, in written form, and, I'll, and we're going to get get right into that. First, we're going to segue to a quick commercial break and then go over that second thing we talked about after marriage mind and mentor I want to talk about anchor.fm podcasting and why everyone should be a new podcaster if you haven't heard about anchor.fm podcasting it's the easiest way to make a podcast it is 100% free there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your mobile cell phone or computer Anchor.fm Podcasting will distribute your podcast for you so that you can be heard on all of the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one easy-to-find place to work everything out together. Download the free Anchor.fm application on your iOS, Apple smartphone, or on your Android, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. And we're back from the commercial break, promoting Anchor.fm slash Spotify to get started to be a new podcaster. And now in the second segment, I want to ask you and talk to you about... You had your first brick, first book you wrote. Hopefully you'll have one day coming out, um, one day ideally a a second book. But this first book, first book you worked on, um, how did it, what, what inspired it? What got it started? What is it specifically about? And what do you want the audience to read the book to get out of reading this book that you worked really hard on working on? And the book, name of the book, I believe, is Point of Connection? Yes. Great. So tell us a little bit about Point of Connection and what 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 people should look for if they might be interested in Point of Connection book.
1: Okay. Great. So yeah, it's called Point of Connection. How to actualize your potential and relationships. And um, how did I? So basically, um, a few years ago, I was going through like a personal challenge in my life, and. As I was going through, I said, Well, I really need to understand who I am and like at a core level, not just on the on a superficial level. I like
0: the way you said that. Not as I like how you said that, not a superficial level, but a core level. Yeah. Go go on.
1: So so I started doing research and uh, I had no I had heard of this. Um, personality system and similar to the Myers-Briggs but this is uh, the Jewish version Mm -hmm. it's all Torah based Mm -hmm. and I started researching it and um, once I got you know towards the end of my research I said wow this stuff's really amazing I don't think anyone has written a book on it I'd like to do that and that way people everywhere can learn about the system and learn
0: about themselves just like I, I did for myself. No, this, was this originally helped found with um, a rabbi you knew? Did I sometimes rab, rab, rabbi-related or no? Uh, yeah, yes. So there was a rabbi that helped you out. Th- I mean, a rabbi that got you known about this more. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's a personality system but a Jewish version not the other thing that was a secular version. Correct. Uh, okay, and how long did it take you to get the whole book finished?
1: Two years.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's the actual
1: writing part mm-hmm. and then there's the editing and mm-hmm. getting it published. It, I'm sure it
0: took a lot of editing for editing from a lot of editing uh, people having the whole editing process about that. Um, uh, when this is all said and published this episode, I I, I don't know about the Marriage Mind uh, minor Mentor website whether or not that's going to be part of it. I, I'm not sure about Marriage for the website but I'm definitely going to have at the top of the description box the Amazon link if anybody is curious and wants to check out the book. Great. Yes. Um, so tell us more things about the book that we haven't already yet spoken about. What else can you say about the book and what what, what, what you want people to get out of it?
1: So basically, um, it breaks down into only, only three types. Um, but three types on the godly soul level and presets on the animal soul. Um so basically we have um you know two aspects of our soul and the, the animal soul is what everyone is um, it's the part of us that we're more that we more that we relate to. Some of us aren't even aware that we have a godly soul. Um but the animal soul is is our interactions with other people and with the finite world. And so there's three basic types. Um, and something that I do when, when people, usually someone can pick up my book, read the descriptions and figure out which type they are predominantly. Something that's very important to know is that we all have all the types within us but uh, usually you, one is more
0: predominant. No, wait, when you said they could find it for them, when they found it for themselves, would it be more suggested that someone like you, that you and whoever else knows more about it, help them out with that, they, that they can't always self-diagnose what they think it is for themselves? Or they think you think they will be able to at least find parts of that that they can find as as for themselves? Um.
1: Before my book was published, I would say it could only be done you know, through doing my questionnaire and meeting with a person face to face, and I ask them questions, and I and I diagnose and figure out what their their core soul type is. Now, after I've spoken to clients who have read the book, I would say because everything is is clear and descriptive in the book, someone could
0: easily pick it up. And they could still pick it pick up now. Up to um, um, now, but we're gonna. I want to ask about both the um, the first thing again: marriage, mind, and mentor. And this point of connection book. Has there been any clients with either one of those marriage, mind and mentor or the book where things weren't, still weren't going well for them. And whatever you guys tried to do with help ended up some things that weren't that kind of bad, not bad, but th- that they had more things they were still trying to figure out that wasn't either with the marriage, mind and mentor program or the book that, that, that they didn't seem to find what they're looking for with the personality or relationships or whatever the case may be. And like it's not always high success story. Like things are kind of going down before a lot of down before they go up, or how you, how you say? I
1: would say that it depends on the person. So some people are more into personality systems than others, um, and some you also have people that say this is really cool, it's interesting, but they don't run with it. If you know what I mean? Yeah, let's go with the cases where they, let's
0: go with the cases where they don't run with it.
1: Journey without this, what I call clarity, I find it to be very. Free when people um, hear which soul type they are, and they really process it and understand what they, who they are, and who would be a good match for them, based off the system, um, we have that. What basically what I do in 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 uh, doing the questionnaire with people, or, or after they read my book. Is it's it's a it's a form of self awareness. So someone can take this and say, okay, I'm so and so tight and that's it. And if they're not into it,
0: I think that's I, I think that I think that's a very important um, term you just used there, self awareness. Go a little bit more into the self awareness aspect. So yeah. So for example, they can, you
1: know, it's, even if they don't like use the saying I'm, I'm so and so whatever soul type fill in the blank even if they don't use it when they're dating or in any other part of life they can still have it in the back of their head and say okay I'm aware now that this is my soul type and and you never know when it's going to come in handy uh, it, it comes in handy in all in all situations in life um, in not just in dating but also with family relationships and, and it's a way to understand other people that are different from you. It can also be used in the workplace. You know, people, we're not all the same or ever, we're complex. Everyone has different strengths and weaknesses and it's a way to not only understand ourselves but also other people and appreciate So it's, differences.
0: So it's not just with, with relationships, it's with other kinds of like friendship and family and any th- things outside of relationship as well, then?
1: Absolutely. I'll give you like a literal example. So there's certain one personality. I don't want to go into the names because no, you know names. No, yeah, no names. But but there's one personality type that they are of people that they're gonna be on time. You know, like that's important to them being on time.
0: Should someone that's on time be with someone who's who's not on time, or?
1: So so yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. So then you have other types that it's just there, and it's our, and our animal soul it's,
0: de- it's our default nature. Right. Like, now, yeah, the, the animal, again, the animal stuff is our default. We're mostly animal more. So my question on the non-animal side, which you said is some kind of soul way, um, do you, in your own personal belief, believe that before anyone is born, before they're born, that it's decided that they're going to be born, that that person and another person, well, I mean, could... Could could you have could you have a could you have a possible soulmate with more than one person in case one didn't work out and that is is a all these different soulmates designed for this person before they're born to have figure out once they get become an adult. Uh, I believe that the Torah tells us that one
1: Hashem uh, God did decide one soulmate for us. Just the one. But not necessarily going to marry that one. Hmm. It could work with other people, but hmm. there was one who was destined
0: for you. But how how do people know whether or not it's destined for them? Especially in case if the one that's destined for them may end up actually not working out or such not working out going or bad. You may not. No,
1: I mean if, if you let's put it this way, if you marry that person and you stay married, or even if you don't stay married. Once
0: you marry the person, they become your soulmate. Right. Because you just married. See, see again, it goes to me, I just go back to me thinking about divorce because when people are married, they're supposed to be married to each other throughout the whole rest of their life. Like, divorce, which hopefully should not even be thought about. It. Hopefully, it's a marriage that wor- that's worked so well that they're not even thinking about divorcing each other. Right. Um,
1: there's a very famous uh, relationship. Expert Laura Doyle, mm-hmm. and she, in her book um, *The Surrendered Wife*, she talks about she teaches women how to work on their marriages. And she writes in the very beginning of the book three exceptions of when, when things will not work out, and when you should get divorced. But there's, those are just you know, you know, if God forbid someone. Is abusive, what
0: do, can you say? There's three ways, or is it too much? If, if
1: someone, if someone is abusive. Oh, that's Either the one. physically or verbally. Okay, that's the first uh, one. addict.
0: That's okay, the second one. Or uh,
1: is is um che- like cheating, cheated on you but can't stop cheating. Like, oh, okay, those are three different examples. Can't stop doing it, so it could work out. Those, those mm-hmm. are the three, and if it's none of those and it's really like a good person who doesn't have any of those issues, so the marriage could work out. Um, you know. Through,
0: through working on it but um okay um so when i'm on um swipe and some other dating apps um i often match with people that live way too far away so even if they could have been possibly good to meet in person because for the fact that they live so far away that just pretty much squashes my chances of probably ever meeting them it's unfortunate because there's a lot of them that match with me where they live way far away, like they could either live in another, another city, another state, or another country. And I just feel like maybe because of where I live and how that is, but it's just unfortunate that there were possibilities, but because of definitely that it's long distance, it's not gonna happen, nothing's gonna go on with happening with that, you know?
1: Uh, to that I say, I think that Corona has taught us that you can start dating somewhere long distance. And if things, like we said before, if things are working out, you find a way. If you need to find a way, to meet someone. I mean, you take a flight,
0: or if. It, um, so, in other words, in other words, in other words, even if someone you met. In other words, if someone you match with, if you guys really get along well and you really want to make meet up, uh, even with the planes and the beer bug as such, somebody will f- they'll both find a way to, to make to make that happen, to make it meet up and away from the plane to somehow meet. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, that that's that's optimistically looking okay great um i know you're a bit tired so i wanted to just also say like with the last one about marriage mind and mentor with this point of connection book is there anything that we haven't already said about what's in the book or what you want people to get out of the book or whatever the case may be with the book that would want to have people to check 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 out at least the first chapter and see if they like it uh what about the book might might make it that they should um take a look at it possibly uh of anything about the book we haven't already yet spoken about.
1: Sure. So, I just remembered a thought that I was giving over before and somehow it got lost. But I was saying that there's people that are always on time and then people that are late. So,
0: when good you, deal.
1: when you learn about these different types you realize like, oh, you know, let's say, you know, I'm usually on time and then my friend is often late and she's a different personality type. Right. So, it's, instead of, once we learn about these other types of people you say okay that's their natural default personality and you know you can learn to work with it you, for example when Wait, h- by not getting time mm-hmm. don't get mad just like understand that it's harder for them to be on time
0: are there any other examples are there any other examples of this kind of stuff outside of the time on time and no time example any other type of examples not related to the time one
1: yeah tons
0: uh, give, give an example of one, uh, one or two more.
1: Okay. Uh, there's a certain... Um, well, <laughs> I don't want to go to to a negative trait. You know, each personality type has negative traits and positive traits. Of course, but anything in life uh, has that,
0: sure. Um,
1: you know, some people... There's a, pers- a certain type that, like, they are able... To, they're learners and they're very, very smart. So if I look at that person, he's that type and say, wow, they're so smart. And how do they sit and learn for so long? But then you say, well, that's how God made them. It's it's easier for them. So you can admire their, you know, their intellectual capabilities, um,
0: so, if someone who likes to learn and read and be intellectual, what do you think for that kind of person? What would the what would the better the, what would be the 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 opposite, the counterbalance of what that other person should be for them in that case? So,
1: it's hard to
0: answer that in a, in short. It's uh, just like an abbreviated type, small version.
1: Yeah. So, so it. I'm just saying it's difficult because because there's only three types. Um And what were, and what
0: were the th- what were the three types what were the three types again?
1: Well, the names are High in and Braha but that's, that, yeah. that's you'll have to read, read the book to right. see. Right. Yeah it.
0: guys, you guys have to read the book to know what but those three terms mean. Of
1: each right. Type. We're not we're not cookie cutter, it's not so clear in right. black and white. Right. But so let's say one person I actually had this one. A guy was I was working with was super intellectual and he said when he was dating he needed to have a girl who's also super intellectual that was very important to him but through our coaching i told him listen it could be that she won't be as intellectual as you but that doesn't mean that she's not the right girl for you how
0: did, how did he re- how did how did he respond to that
1: um he was a little surprised but he took it well and sometimes people just need to be you know they have it's what they envision as the right person for them, and and because it's not working, that's when it comes to a close. You know, when something's not working, we we seek help and guidance. So I've also had people who are like really people pleasers, super friendly, super bubbly. Oh, that's a, that's another
0: good example. That's another good example right there. Um, if someone is too much of a people pleaser. Is there you talk when you coach them? You, are you trying to get them to deal with life and relationships in a way where they're not pe- people-pleasing as much, or or how does that you know about the people-pleasing part? Oh, you froze. Hello. Hold on a sec, everybody. Are you there? Oh. It froze for a sec. Yeah. Yeah. You there? Okay, good. It froze for a sec. Okay, good. It froze for a sec. I was asking in the in 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 the part about saying, um, if someone's a people pleaser, you're talking about people pleasing. If he's a people pleaser or she is, well, maybe he mostly he. What what is the case on how it gets figured out in the case where um, the people pleasing aspect of try not to people please as much. So the
1: first thing that I tell these people is, you're looking for someone who's the same as you. But actually, you need someone who doesn't have those same traits, because we're looking to complete ourselves and look for someone who's different than us, uh, or complementary. So um, that happens a lot, where people are looking for someone who's too similar to them. And I don't, I don't tell someone they need to change their personality. That's you know, these are, are uh,
0: yeah, no one should try to change their personality.
1: There is a whole concept of, of taking our negative trait. Oh, I guess people pleasing can be negative. Um, there, I, this is I think a concept in chapter five of my book. But it's about um, flee from the, from the concept Jewish concept of flee from the bad and to do good. Meaning, once we know we're unaware of our negative traits, to work on those and try and. I mean, it's a life process. But just being aware, whether it be getting angry or. Or being undisciplined, or being too controlling, and catching ourselves. In I think
0: that I, I think that angry, I think that angry and controlling are two good examples there about the negative of anger mm-hmm. and anger, ne- the 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 ne- anger and the controlling. Those two words and how that could be trying to lift from negative to non-negative. Mm-hmm. Before we conclude go ahead. Uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then the other part is just uh, sleep from the mat and do good which means be aware know what are your positive traits and 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 focus on those don't focus on your negative traits but focus on all the good that you have and all the strengths that you have and live life and thrive in your relationships with those positive traits
0: that's all good that's all a good way to conclude about talking about the book with all that good stuff you just said right just there um before we wrap up before we conclude um i just want to know as part of my description box of the podcast i'm definitely gonna have at the top the the book link on amazon but do you or do you not want me to have marriage mind and mentor.com is also part of it or not sure okay so i'll have marriage you said but marriage also so I'll have the marriage link uh, first, and then the Amazon book right below it. And um, if anybody needs to e- any, if anybody needs to email you or call you if they're interested in working with you guys, what's the best way to, for people to reach you?
1: Uh,
0: email. Email? A- would it be A- the Leia something at marriageminded? What would the email address be? Yes,
1: Leia at marriagemindedmentor.com.
0: Great. So anybody that's A-A. is this again? Leia is spelled L-E-A-H. 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 Lea is spelled L-E-A-H L-E-A-H at marriagemindedmentor.com? Yes. Great. Uh, I just wanted to thank you again for... I know we're different time differences you live in a different country than the United States so I'm, I'm very pleased that you agreed to come on to the program and uh I really appreciate all the content and words you got out for people in regards to the both the uh, marriage Monument mentor and the book and so thank you for that and um since that was up uh, oh, okay there you are good since there since again um I know you haven't seen the Friends TV show in a while, but Friends would be a lot lighter because this was some serious heavy life stuff. But if you've ever refreshed yourself on Friends or something, we could have a lighter topic in the future, possibly, hopefully. Um, so I just want to say thank you. Um, I hope this podcast reaches people uh, if they're curious to check it out. And, um, yeah, anything thank else you want to say? Anything else you want to say before we, uh, sign out?
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for coming on. I'm, I'm glad you agreed to come on. And I appreciate every, all the information you got, you got out for people. So um, this is Leia from Marriage Minded Mentor and the author of the book Point of Connection. And this is Leia and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out.